0: Hello and welcome to episode 328 of the VegGrowed Podcast. My name is Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I possibly can in my garden and allotment. Today is the 9th of June 2020 and coming up a little later on, I want to talk to you about how I grow basil, which has got to be one of my most favoured herbs. But firstly, what have I been up to today? Well it's Tuesday the 9th of June 2020. I'm down on the allotment at the moment. I've been down here for a few hours and it's been a lovely day again actually. I'm rather, rather enjoying this sun. It's meant to rain over the next couple of days so I've probably got to make the most of it while I can. So what have I been up to today? Well mostly as always weeding now I get really bored of weeding and it seems like it's a constant job that I seem to be doing at the moment but it has to be done those weeds are taking moisture and nutrients away from the plants I want to grow and also the plot just looks so much tidier when it's weed free. Now I am finding, and I've said this many, many, many times now, that grass mulching or grass clipping used as a mulch is really paying off and making it so much easier to look after these plants. And that is certainly very, very true in the areas where I've used grass mulch. And that is particularly prevalent in my shallot bed. Now I was looking at my shallot bed today And I've coated this in some grass clippings and that has really kept the moisture down below quite moist. I had to plant out some of my squash plants. These are a variety called Amaro F1 and a courgette plant. And to plant those I just pulled back the mulch to expose the soil and right on the top I could tell it was just still full of moisture. And then as I dug into it to with a trowel to plant out these plants again there was just so much moisture that it just has really shown to me how good this grass mulching is doing the world of good added onto the fact it's needing less and less weeding as well so i am converted Now, talking of squash plants, I brought quite a few of my squash plants that are surplus to requirements down with me today. I've planted some out into the shallot bed, some more into other compost bins, but I've still got quite a few left over, and that tells me that eventually what I'm going to need to do And pretty soon as well, is get some really big pots that I can just plant these squash plants into. And uh, hopefully they will continue growing into more and more squashes to provide us with food. The reason I'm going into pots for these is that I'm just trying to make as much use of the space that I have as I possibly can. And the fact that I can pop the pots onto paths when I don't need to get to the paths. And then if a bed becomes empty, I can always place them on top of a bed just as and when needed. Now following on from that, my onions. Now I've noticed my onions have started to go weak at the knees, where where the stalk has started to flop over, which is a good sign because that tells me the onions are nearly ready. Now this is only a couple of my onion plants have done this so far and I really need to wait till about two-thirds of the onion plants have done this before I start removing them all. But that tells me that We're on the way, and all my onions are actually looking pretty damn good. I'm really pleased with how big some of these onions are looking. And, of course, we've just finished off our onion supplies at home, so I've managed to make them last a year, which is what I'm really wanting to achieve. And the great thing is, of course, when this bed is empty, I can rebuild it using the new wood that I'm using. And that goes the same as the garlic bed. The last two beds on this half of the allotment, on so the bottom half of the allotment, that need replacing. The garlic has all started to dry out, uh, partly due to the leak rust, but it's telling me that, again, that that garlic is going to need to ha- be harvested pretty soon. Now, my brassica bed, I have noticed that pigeons have been nibbling at some of my leaves, which tells me I need to pot up some sort of bird-scaring device. I'll probably make a scarecrow or something over the coming days, especially if it's raining it gives me something I can do inside my shed. I'm not a lover of covering over plants with netting when, it, when they're growing. I I find that I tend to not look after the plants or not do the weeding so well when they are covered in netting, so that I'm avoiding that this year. But while in Nebraska bed I've noticed my coral rabi, which it's kind of the first time I've grown successfully. It is starting to swirl and produce that fantastic root. Now I've not used coral rabi a whole much when cooking so I've got to find some really good recipes that I can do that with. Anyway that's what I've been up to today down on the allotment. What about yourselves? What have you been up to? Please let me know. Please get in touch to let me know. Well for me one herb that I feel we always should be growing is basil. Now, basil, when we grow it with our tomatoes, it improves the flavour of tomatoes. But also, basil is great to have in the kitchen, in pasta sauces, on pizzas, added to salads. It's a very fragrant, but very, very lovely tasting herb. And it's, it's so widely used. One of my favourite things to make out of basil is actually pesto sauce. And that is where we take a few basil leaves, some olive oil, some pine nuts, blend it all together... Add a bit of parmesan cheese and there we have a lovely pesto sauce to go on pasta. But basil is actually very, very easy to grow. And it's possible if we grow it indoors during the winter months, we can have basil growing all year round. Now, as to how much basil you would want to grow, that is up to you. I try and just keep a a couple of pots going all the time and I find that's enough. Now I tend to grow all my basil from seed and growing from seed is pretty easy and it's even easier to successionally sow plenty of crops. So every couple of months I might sow some more basil. Now there's nothing difficult about this. I tend to just sprinkle this into pots of seed sowing compost. In the winter months I might put it into heated propagators just to give it a bit of a boost. But most of the time just out on the windowsill is good enough. The basil will pretty much germinate quite quickly and continue to grow. And then we want to prick them out and pot them on into bigger pots individually as they are big enough to handle. Now, basil really needs well-drained, fertile soil, and that can be quite difficult to, to get. So what we really want is that when we water basil plants, the water just goes straight through and just moistens the compost. In fact, what I prefer to do to stop a lot of problems with basil is actually take my pot, dunk it in a a tub of water for, I don't know, a few minutes and then lift it out. And that's just moistened the compost and not let the compost wet. Because if the compost is wet, basil does not like it at all. As the plants get bigger and bigger we might have to pot them into bigger and bigger plants but as they get bigger they are pretty much ready to use and I just pick off leaves as and when I need them. It's possible we can pot our basil plants outside. I personally don't bother with that. I keep them in the greenhouse most of the time or I'll keep them in my window windowsills the rest of the time when, it, when it's a bit colder. Basil is a Mediterranean plant so it does like it to be quite warm and it is an annual plant, so it will not keep going right throughout the year. You are probably looking about six months that you can keep a basil plant going. Now, if you are going to grow your basil outside, I would recommend potting it in pots so you can acclimatise it to outside quite easily. Now, as the plants grow, if you are potting them outside, they will need protection from wind and frost. But I don't need to worry about that because I grow them in the greenhouse. Basil can be pretty fast to grow so it is possible you might need to pop them up a few times or you have to make lots of pickings in order to control them. Now when it comes to harvesting basil I tend just to pick the leaves off as and when needing. It is possible to store the leaves in a fridge up to three days but again I don't bother with that. Just pick them as I need them. And it is also possible to dry basil, but I don't think I've ever bothered with that. And the only thing I used to do was freeze basil. And I would chop up the leaves, place them in the ice cube trays with a bit of water, pop them in the freezer, and that was good to go. But I don't tend to do that so much these days because I've got a, a continuous supply of basil. Well, that is how I grow Basil. Now, if you've got anything you would want to add, don't forget you can get in contact. Now, you can email me, richard at thevegggroundpodcast.co.uk. You can leave a comment on the website at thevegggroundpodcast.co.uk or you can find me on social media. Just search for The Veg Podcast. But for today, please take care and I'll speak to you all again next time.